Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A panicked evacuation of Americans in Afghanistan last night. Gunfire could be heard outside the airport, either from Taliban fighters or from the desperate, anxious to get out. On the line in just a second, CBS News correspondent Cammie McCormick, who was embedded there during the war. A bloody overnight in New York City. 16 are shot in Brooklyn and Queens in 90 minutes. I'm Marla Diamond in Bedford-Stuyvesant. Joe Connolly will tell us about free education as a growing employment benefit. On this date, we lost both the king of rock and roll and the queen of soul. We'll dip into the news radio archives for this date's milestones. It's Monday, August 16th. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day. 70 degrees in New York with a partly cloudy sky. Todd Glickman says this will be the best day of the week. A chance of showers for each of the next three or four days. Good morning, I'm Steve Scott. I'm Wayne Cabot. Good morning. What we saw last night was chaos and gunfire at the Kabul airport as American diplomats were being evacuated. And what we saw in Afghanistan this past week was a collapse of epic proportions. The failure of a 20-year U.S.-led war to install a government to fight the Taliban. It is now clear the Taliban won. How did this happen so quickly? How did a ragtag group of fighters overcome the world's number one superpower? CBS News correspondent Cammy McCormick spent years there as a reporter embedded with U.S. troops during that war. Cammy, good morning. What are you hearing about the situation at this moment? Well, it's total chaos at the airport. We've seen videos this morning of just heartbreaking videos of Afghans rushing these planes. There are a few civilian planes that were still on the tarmac and these these military aircraft, which are coming in to evacuate diplomats and others. Some of these people are chasing these planes down the tarmac. They're tying themselves to the wheels of these planes and then falling to their deaths. That's how desperate these people are to get out of there. It's It's a heartbreaking thing to watch this morning. Cammy, some are drawing parallels to the Saigon airlift. Is that a fair comparison, you think? Well, it, you know, it's a, it is a different place. It is a different time. But it, but yes, it, it seems to have, have gone to nothing in, in just a heartbeat. I mean, when you see these images, um, that, you know, there was gunfire we heard last night at the airport, and, and then there were some some photos we saw of some bodies. We, do, we don't know if they were hit by the gunfire or if they died from the stampede, which resulted afterwards. But it's certainly the same sort of chaotic situation that you saw in Vietnam. 
Cammy, as a reporter who was covering that for, well, for years with uh, the U.S. troops, but also seeing what the Taliban were capable of, what is your take on what has just transpired in the last, say, couple of weeks? Well, it's certainly been difficult to, to watch. And, and talking to a lot of veterans that I know and that I met in Afghanistan and others, anyone who sacrificed anything in Afghanistan, whether it be a limb or their life, and, you know, you're talking about the families here of those who were lost, or diplomats or aid workers, anyone who sacrificed any amount of, of their lives over there is, is feeling this right now. And it, it doesn't really have anything to do with politics. It's got a lot to do with the way this is, has just unfolded. Um, and certainly it's been stunning to a lot of people to watch how fast things happened. But, you know, we're hearing from the intelligence community now that, that they knew this would happen. But we'll have to see how this plays out politically. It is certainly a very difficult political situation for the Biden administration. Cammy, you say they're feeling it. What are they feeling? Are they feeling that this was a wasted 20 years? It, it, it depends on who you ask. You know, there's a lot of anger. There's a lot of frustration. There's a lot of a lot of sadness. Um, I am not seeing a, a lot of political statements necessarily. It was President Trump who, you know, with with Secretary of State Pompeo signed the peace agreement with the Taliban and then set a May 1st withdrawal date. And then, of course, the Biden administration went along with that and extended it. So it, it, politics are not really at play here. I think it's 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 all of the years that a lot of veterans and others feel that we may have been lied to or we were lied to, all of the trillions of dollars that were spent, all of the blood lost – all of the efforts by so many people to try to make this go right, and it didn't. So I, I think you know it, it depends on you know who you're following on Twitter or what you're seeing on social media. The veterans have a, have a lot of different uh, feelings right now, but it's a very emotional time. And Cammy, for Americans who may not really have a direct connection to what's been happening in Afghanistan, it's so distant. Uh, for someone like you who has been there, who's covered it. Uh, is there a disconnect, do you think, for the American public to really know what's going on there? Well, I think what, I, what I'm most worried about and, and what some of the veterans I've talked to are most worried about is like the end of the Iraq war when we quietly withdrew out of there. I, I think the concern is that people will forget it completely and that, you know, especially if you've sacrificed there, if, if you've worked some – I met special operations troops who were on their 12th deployment – in Afghanistan, there is there is concern that once this is over, however it ends, um, that the American people will you know put this behind them, and it it means a lot to a whole lot of Americans. Cammy McCormick, CBS News at the Pentagon. Cammy, thank you for coming on with us this thank morning. Thank you. It is Monday, vaccine vaccination mandate day in New York City. We're going to hear about that next. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Todd Glickman is here to tell us about the nicest day we're going to have all week. True words were never spoken, Wayne, because we have beautiful conditions today, low humidity, and we'll have a fair amount of sunshine, at least for the first half of the day. I think the clouds we see up there right now will increase later on. Highs will be 80 to 85 degrees. The wind will be light. But if you're heading out tonight, bring the umbrella. A couple showers after midnight, 70 to 75 in town and along the coast, upper 60s inland. An overcast day tomorrow, humidity sneaking up, and the showers will sneak up on you as well, with high temperatures close to 80, much the same on Wednesday. Right now we have 70 degrees, light wind in midtown Manhattan. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. This is the start date for the city's vaccine mandate for restaurants, gyms, indoor entertainment. Steve Burns, live in Brooklyn this morning. Steve, what do we need to know about going to those places? 
Well, the big thing to know now is don't leave home without some kind of proof, whether it's your CDC card, the Excelsior Pass, uh, the city's COVID safe app. If you're headed to a gym, an indoor entertainment venue, or to dine inside a restaurant, they're now all required to check your vaccination status before you are let in. With such a sweeping set of rules, the city is apparently anticipating some speed bumps along the way. Enforcement of this won't actually be starting up for another month. The city says it'll use that time to do outreach and make sure everyone understands how this works. Morally, I feel like we're doing the right thing. As a business owner, it would be nice not to have to do it, but I think it's just where we are. So, Steve, I just uh, heard that clip there. This is what uh, the restaurants and customers are saying about this, right? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's Erin Bellard at Ease Bar on the Upper West Side. Uh, she's worried, uh, like a lot of business owners are. It's been a difficult recovery over the past year and a half. They think uh, turning more customers away might make that recovery even more challenging. Some other restaurant owners say this uh, is a discriminatory move by the city. And then you have a third group who are all for it. I've heard that sentiment quite a bit, uh, that it'll give customers some extra confidence that they will be safe if they do head out. Steve Burns live in Brooklyn this morning. Steve, thank you. Stock features are indicating a lower open this morning. Joe Connolly is here with something that more companies are offering as a benefit. Free education, Joe? Yes, Steve. Target and Walmart will now both cover 100% of employees' tuition fees and textbooks. Guild Education, which runs educational benefits programs for companies, says this is a turning point where the best employers now see education as a key to winning motivated employees. They say companies offering good educational benefits see increases in job applicants of as much as 25%. Payment on student loans have been suspended again until February. Financial advisors say if you can, use that average loan payment of $400 a month to start an emergency fund of $2,400 by February or to pay down expensive credit card debt. And all the experts say, apply for all the scholarships, loans, and grants you can and do not assume you won't qualify. Joe Connolly, good advice. Thank you. It's the Morning News Roundup, and we have news about a really bad weekend in New York City, shooting 16 people wounded within an hour and a half of each other. Marla Diamond is live with us this morning. Marla, good morning. Where did this happen? Good morning. All of this happened this morning, Wayne, here in Bedford-Stuyvesant. Eight of the victims, four men and four women, ranging in age from 18 to 27 years old, were shot here outside the Roosevelt houses on DeKalb Avenue just after midnight. One of the men, according to police, was shot in the head and is in critical condition. The gunfire erupted at a large party outside the complex in a playground that is littered with debris and surrounded in yellow police crime tape. Detectives are still combing the area for evidence. We are expecting an update from the NYPD in a press conference at the bottom of the hour. Now, minutes after this shooting, three teens in a Mercedes-Benz 450 were shot. The driver, just 16 years old, is in critical condition with a gunshot wound to the head. The others are being treated for non-life-threatening injuries. This spate of violence comes as the NYPD partners with clergy to identify hotspots for violence in their communities. And we're live in Bedford-Stuyvesant. Marla Diamond, WCBS News Radio 880. Marla, thank you. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. It's the WCBS Morning News Roundup. Good morning. I'm Wayne Cabot. And I'm Steve Scott. And from our news archives, 88 seconds in sound for this date, August 16th. Wise men. 
August 16th, a date full of loss. Just joining us here at CBS FM, we're going to be playing uh, all of the music that uh, he made popular, and there was an awful lot of it. We lost both the king of rock and roll and the queen of soul on this date. CBS News, Elvis Presley, the one-time king of popular music, is dead at the age of 42. CBS FM, where all the good songs have gone. Repeating the bulletin, the Associated Press... It was drugs that got Elvis in 1977, and pancreatic cancer that claimed Aretha Franklin in 2018 in Detroit. Looking out on the morning rain I used to feel so uninspired she, the first woman in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Her last word in a conversation with the only surviving member of the Four Tops was Bernadette, Bernadette her favorite song. Another loss on this date wouldn't become evident until months later. It was a 2000 Democratic National Convention. The next great president of the United States, ladies and gentlemen. His VP pick, Connecticut's Joe Lieberman, introduced the man who would win the popular vote but lose in the Supreme Court because of improperly punched paper ballots in Florida. We lost the Babe on this date in 1948. George Herman Babe Ruth died at 53 in New York City. He had played hard on and off the field. Just two months before he died, the Babe put on his uniform for the last time and, struggling much, with throat cancer, addressed fans at Yankee Stadium. There's been so many lovely things said about me, and I'm glad that I've had the opportunity to thank everybody. Thank you. And drummer Pete Best lost his job on this date in 62 to Ringo Starr. Why? Whatever their reason was for getting rid of me, I don't know. This is August 16th. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.